Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Malcolm Bach, an Alexander Technique teacher in Montreal, Quebec. He also teaches at Plattsburgh State University in New York State. He's been a teacher for over 25 years, and for about 20 years now, he's been teaching uh, art, the Art of Running Workshop, which he developed some time ago, and he's has been teaching that to runners around the world. He's the co-author of Master the Art of Running as well as Master the Art of Working Out. Uh, we just did an earlier conversation where we talked about how the Alexander Technique can be useful for runners in general. And in this conversation, Malcolm's going to talk a little bit about some of the schools of running and how Alexander Technique ideas um, fit in with with them and in f their, their very existence, perhaps. And Malcolm, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. And I, I wonder if you could, uh, again, just give a very short definition, uh, description of the Alexander Technique. Absolutely, yeah. Um, the Alexander Technique is a method which helps people um, unlearn old habits which aren't working for them so that they can do or perform any activity with more awareness, more freedom, and more enjoyment. Okay. And and in between our conversations, you, you talked about these. There, there are a number of schools of running, and which I didn't really know about, of not being a runner myself. How do, how does the, how do the principles of the Alexander Technique relate to the, those schools, or wh how would you talk? What would you say about all of that? Yeah, uh, well, um, what's happened in the last, um, let's say, 15, 15 years, and the, on the big, the big scene, uh, there are a number of schools that have developed, uh, which teach running more uh, as a skill that can be developed and improved, a bit like your golf swing or your, you know, your piano technique, which is, I think, been a really good thing. It's, it's contributed to the fact that running is now becoming more popular than than ever well since the 70s at least when the first running boom you know occurred mm -hmm. and um the these schools uh, sometimes seem to uh you know there's some similarities and some you know areas which seem to be a little bit different i'm thinking of the two the two big schools these days that have you know really good marketing machines behind them uh pose running and chi running. There's also one that's sort of less marketed called evolution running, which I think has a great deal to offer and seems to be, um, but um, anyway, those are the three that I, that I know of. And then there's, uh, I don't, there's what I teach, which is, I don't even consider it a, a school. It's called a kind of a work in progress and it's influenced heavily by the, the fact that I'm an Alexander teacher and I've received the, the training that goes along with that. And, um, um, I've also been a, a student of running since you know since I've started, and I've, I've actually got a level four uh, middle distance coaching qualification from the you know from the Canadian um, uh, the Canadian uh, running whatever it is fraternity here, which is a fairly high. It's one below Olympic level um, as far as, as coaching goes. So I know a little bit about the mainstream ideas of of around running. So these schools have evolved, and I think their their main um, benefit of these schools is the fact that they've um, made runners become more conscious of their of their form, and actually provide a methodology 
to to uh, achieve and improve form, which is I think is is, is terrific because uh, before these schools came along, it was more just a question of run straight, turn left, repeat eight times, and try to do it a little bit faster the next time, with some lip service paid to to um, how you were doing it. You know, some depending if you were you know if you were a marathon runner, very little. Work on technique was done, generally speaking. If you're a sprinter, quite a lot more. Now with these new schools out there, people are, uh, are thinking about where they're landing on their foot and, um, you know, using gravity better and, you know, what part of the leg you want to engage to move the body, you know, to move the, your body forward and what part you don't want to engage. And I think sometimes it's got a little bit um, technical. I think it's got a little bit... Um, culty so that if you're a, a chi runner oh boy those pose people oh they're they're they're, they're a little bit too uh you know uh <clears throat> vicious with the way that they they approach things and the pose people think oh the chi people they're a bunch of the wimps uh, this and that and uh, you know you get to these sort of schools or these you know the kind of conflict between schools which we've enjoyed in the alexander world from time to time as well <laughs> absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what gets lost gets lost in there is that running is really meant to be something that's uh, there to be enjoyed, um, the, depending on what level you come into it. Whether you're uh, just somebody who's out there to um, to run to be um, a little bit fitter, uh, or if you're actually you know um, a more competitive uh, person and you're actually trying to achieve some particular uh, personal goal, or if you're right at the top of the of the food chain, if you like, you're trying to make the Olympic team, or maybe perhaps even make a living at, at running. So on all levels, there's uh, generally speaking, there is room for improvement. And I've worked with people at all those levels, from beginners to Olympians, and there wasn't one person I, I uh, you know, I've worked with who couldn't, in fact, improve a little bit the way they were running. And where the Alexander technique comes into it is, uh, I remember one chap I worked with who finished eight, uh, fourth in the 800 in the Olympics, so a pretty good level, and. Um, he, you know, received lots of coaching over the years, but nobody had ever told him that, uh, you know, waving his head back and forth on the finishing straight was going to make, um, or maybe they had, but he'd never managed to understand how to how to control his head, um, uh, was going to make a, a, you know, make a big difference in terms of how well he ran, how well he finished the race. We've got Paula Radcliffe, who's also got a, a problem. You know, he's, this woman is a goddess, but we all, everybody knows, watch how she moves her head and everything like that. It's, you wonder, okay, is that working for her or against her? And so there are certain things almost pre-tech, the Alexander technique, I would almost call it a pre-technique technique. It's almost like what you need to know to learn something else. Yes, I think that's very, that's exactly right. Yeah. So no matter what school you kind of jump into, whether it's the Chi school or the Pose school or the uh, Evolution school or, you know, um, mm -hmm. or you even work, well, I think my, my approach is a little bit different because I, work, I emphasize a lot that pre-thinking, that, 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 that initial coordination, which is, is, is going to be the foundation of any kind of technical development you're going to make as a runner. Uh, this same pre-technique could be applied equally well to tennis or to playing the cello or to learning to uh, cook in your kitchen. Or it's to anything, basic, really. Anything, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. It's the basic, uh, basic ability to coordinate ourselves right. in an efficient, effective way so that we don't cause unnecessary strain, unnecessary tension. We respect the body's natural design. We're not trying to impose some sort of something artificial on it, but we're trying to, you know, uh, 
help it do what it's designed to do and not what habit has actually you know led us to uh from years let's say of sitting slumped at a you know at a computer or, or you know the bad habits we all develop living in the west so i i would think uh, uh, this is probably a very naive question because i i am not a runner myself but i would think that whatever school of running you have if if you've already chosen one to work with as it were uh what you'd learn from the alexander technique would certainly enable you to do it better than you're currently doing very likely because yes. it would address these kind of basic underlying i guess we could call them coordination questions that are are really come into play even before a particular technique is is used absolutely and i would also think that if you haven't sort of uh, settled on a school for yourself the uh, some lessons in the alexander technique would help you judge the effectiveness of what a particular school is showing you in a way that you might not be able to do without that Alexander work ahead of time and maybe help you choose the right uh, technical approach, if that's the right word, to running that's that's right for you. Does that make sense as well? Because I'm Enormous not a runner. Sense. Enormous sense. Uh, yeah. So, well, you know, there are some, you know, um, well, at least one school out there that tries to teach some people about posture and what they do is they have you tucking your you know your pelvis under and pulling in your chin and it's it's really old school it's you know what the physiotherapists were talking about in the in the 50s you know and uh it it's it doesn't you know it maybe fixes things from the outside but it doesn't free you up and it actually can actually i think uh, cause problems and i think if you'd had alexander lessons and people started telling telling you that you need to pull your chin in or tuck your pelvis under you'd be uh, in a position to understand why that's not a particularly good thing to add on to your running and right. um so it puts and, you and maybe, it puts you in a better position yes to, to judge what yeah uh, I mean, I can only relate in terms of uh, a different sport, uh, swimming. I, I took, I like to swim, and I, I've taken swimming lessons from time to time. Uh, and having had an Alexander background enables me to almost reinterpret what a swimming teacher says because they're using terminology and a way of thinking a way of describing things that i ha i could i actually could just sort of tran translate a little bit uh, using alexander technique and be able to learn the the technique i was working on whether it was the crawl or whatever in a way that i don't think i could if i were just just following the words by themselves of of the instructor so exactly. I assume yes. there might be something analogous in running that that the technique would, would put yes, you well, in a when good I, position. Exactly. When I, um, I went and try, uh, learned one of the methods that I mentioned before and actually became a qualified teacher in it, um, there was some uh, there were some people there who had been trying to kind of master this. They were on their third or their fourth workshop, and um, I'm not saying that I was uh, particularly great at it in the uh, you know in, in you know, in the initial workshop that I took. Um, 
But when I actually went over and put hands on, on one of the women who was struggling to kind of get, get grasp the idea and actually got them to lengthen their spines a little bit and get the head to lead, all of a sudden they could do the drill that they hadn't been able to do uh, successfully for three previous workshops. And it's not because I, you know, have the magic hands or anything. It's that when the Alexander technique is worked well so that the head leads and the body follows, everything else knows, you know, has a way of finding its place and its level of, of, of contribution to the overall picture in the most coordinated way possible. And that, that makes life much easier when it comes to learning things. And, uh, it, you know, we all have our particular levels of talent and potential. But within that, I feel that the Alexander Technique will allow anybody who wants to improve their running, to um, it increases your chances of, of, of achieving your potential. And, uh, no not have, what, and not being injured, too. Not being injured. And not uh, you kind of get out of the way and allow that, that deep uh, part of us that knows how to learn. It gives it a chance to actually learn without a lot of interference. And um, uh, anybody who's tried to learn, I don't know, how to improve their back end and finds the harder they try, the less they learn, knows what I'm, what I'm talking about here. Learning involves getting out of the way and allowing something to happen as opposed to necessarily trying harder, uh, which, as Alexander said, only emphasizes what we know, our, uh, which basically means our bad habits. Exactly, you know? exactly. So, um, so yeah. that, that might be a good place to, to end this talk. What do you think? Uh, yeah, basic... uh, absolutely. There's, uh, there's more that I would like to talk about just in terms of um, uh, running technique in, in a, um, a more specific sense, but maybe we could leave that for another conversation. Absolutely. And if, um, if any, any of what we've been talking about makes sense to you or intrigues you, if, if you're in Montreal, uh, Malcolm teaches there. And we'll put a link to his website next to the interview. You might want to get hold of one or one of his or one of the two books he's co-authored: "Master the Art of Running" and "Master the Art of Working Out." And there'll there'll be ways to get that from his website. Also, he does uh, he does teach Art of Running workshops around the world, and maybe you could uh, be somewhere where he's doing one of those. And finally, uh, if if these ideas intrigue you, you might want to just find a, a, an Alexander t- teacher in your area who can show you some of these basic ideas. The teacher certainly doesn't need to know a lot about running per se, but the teacher can show you some basic ways of organizing yourself that will allow you to run or walk or chop vegetables or do whatever you do uh, more easily, more efficiently, and with less chance of injury. So uh, why don't we uh, leave it with that. Uh, Malcolm, thank you so much for being on the show today.